this week's end of days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last week. We're in Alma, Arkansas. Then we went down to Fort Worth. There was generations meetings. Then we went to Atlanta, Powder Springs, Georgia. Great time all week. It's so fun getting into the coming of the Lord. There's such an unction on uh, preaching about these verses because they're happening and unfolding right before our eyes. How amazing to be living when all these verses are coming to pass. So that's what the end of days update is all about. We're looking at different things that happen around Israel every week and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war because we know the rapture is signless but the second coming has tons of signs so we can kind of see what happens uh, with the Ezekiel 38 war. We know the rapture happens just before that and wow, you're seeing every week a setup for what's going to happen. So remember, why do we get into end-time preaching? Well, you see the finish line, you run faster. It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. And boy, you, every week something happens to get us closer to seeing the finish line than ever before. So uh, we have to have a radical acceleration. When you see the finish line in a race, you don't slow down. You you give it your all. You you go, go for it. So, man, stuff's happening all over. And I forget things every week, but I'm going to try to get it all in if I can. So... Let's pick up on what's happening around Israel. Obviously, right now, we talk so much about the, the war in Ukraine with Russia doing so many atrocities. It's absolutely hideous. I do like that the Ukraine was able to, to hold off uh, a cyber attack that literally Russia was going to shut down all of the Ukraine's energy grids and they would have no energy. So that was that what kind of backfired on Russia. It's intriguing to see even Germans, uh, Prime Minister, Germany's Prime Minister, meet with Putin for like 70 minutes and some of the verbiage that came out, the verbiage that came out was pretty intriguing to see uh, Putin's getting hammered on every side from everyone saying how cry crazy this is because it's a whole picture of a satanic mentality of a, like the mark of the beast. He feels no remorse. So you, you see a precursor for the Antichrist, the kind of killing and what they'll do without any kind of thought for a lot human life. So with all of that, you notice straight north of Israel is the Ukraine. So Russia can come down on Israel on the other way through Crimea, but uh, this is kind of in the cards. I mean, it's like, what do we do about this? Well, you're, you're watching what's going to happen just before the tribulation. With that, look what's happening in Israel. You've got so much going on in Israel this week with Ramadan. You had 14 new Italians taken down to the West Bank. You've got terrorist activity all over Israel. Uh, there's been so many killings in the last couple of weeks, so the IDF is getting ready for things to kind of even be ratcheted up a little bit. Specifically with Passover this weekend, you've got two different groups ready to have reenactments at the Temple Mount. Pretty amazing to see what I saw. looked at what they were going to do there. You even have the silver trumpets for when the Messiah comes for the third uh, temple. So amazing. And you have another group. These are not even the Temple Mount Institute. These are other groups getting ready. They're in full dress rehearsal. So with that, you got the Palestinians going crazy, concerned that they're going to get up on the Temple Mount. But boy, it is pointing toward and pushing toward that third temple. So it's exciting to see people basically have practices for what's going to happen right after we're raptured. So pretty amazing. You had a Palestinian, upri Palestinian uprising or where Joseph's tomb was, work was going on. Uh, I thought it was kind of wild that you had Turkey this week warming up to Israel, even talking about a two-state solution. Everything's going back to that two-state solution. You had Israel come out this week saying Iran is very, 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 very close to having a nuclear bomb because the nuclear talks are basically sh shut down. So uh, when Israel says that, they're basically uh, telling their cards or playing, uh, let, letting people know something's going to happen. So Israel had a, a huge uh, bombardment just south of Damascus a few days ago. Israel had to fire missiles into this one area where 
basically a Revolution, Iran Revolutionary Guardsman and, uh, and Hezbollah from Lebanon were right there. They took out a couple of warehouses. Now, what was the deal about the warehouses? They're equipment facilities for upgrading drones and missiles uh, with, with greater pinpoint accuracy, so Israel had to take them out. It's like the 14th time Israel's had to shell just south of Damascus in the last uh, 40 days. So Israel's continually having to slow uh, the progress of Iran coming toward them. So one uh, sortie after another. So I love it that Russia did nothing about it. There's no way didn't shoot them down at all. Couldn't shoot them down because Russia told them a couple weeks ago, remember, you can't go in and blow up those facilities anymore and Israel keeps doing it. So many things are happening on that front. Along with China and Russia, how crazy is it? They're developing a missile right now that can take out U.S. satellites. So you see the hidden agenda for global domination with Russia eventually going to come down on Israel. China eventually will come over toward Israel. The Bible says that China will go over the, the Euphrates River. It'll run dry. You had ISIS uh, damming that up a couple of times. So all the things are in position for what's going to happen. Probably one of the craziest things that happened this last week was, gosh, looking at China, looking at Shanghai, the lockdown in Shanghai, listening to those people at night screaming and crying out, they have no food. They've been so locked down because of COVID and the overreaction of the Chinese government. I mean, there's people screaming and dying of starvation. It's absolutely hideous. So these are just precursors for what you'll see during the tribulation. So absolutely amazing. But many, many things going on behind the scenes. You have uh, chapel uh, men for, for, for the chaplain for the legislator not able to use the name Jesus. You had the Pope last week. I forgot to talk about it. Took a cross down because he didn't want to... Uh, uh, it basically makes some of these Islamic guys that are with him frustrated. So it's crazy. You've got in London and in the UK, uh, hospitals are required to ask a man if he looks under 60, if he's pregnant before they go to work with him. So the transgender stuff is going crazy. What's getting ready to be put on our passports? It'll make an open door for terrorists. So you're watching uh, the setup for the coming of the Lord every single week. Wow, aren't we blessed to see verse after verse after verse and just like the days of Noah, that the earth would be so polluted just before the coming of the Lord, corruption and violence. So many, many other things going on with that. You had that huge comet that came out again, the largest comet ever discovered, the size of New Jersey. So you have sunspots with flares shooting, emitting radiation toward the earth again. So a lot of activities with that, a lot of activities with rains. Uh, you had locusts again. So uh, it's basically looking biblical every single week. So let's go to the scriptures and look at what the Bible says. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two will not pass away till all is fulfilled. Then you had the Hebrew language restored. You had the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have 172 different species of predatory birds started showing up on the land. You had fish in the Dead Sea. That was prophesied 2,700 years ago. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was, and it was on the Day of Atonement. That one freaks me out. It foxes on the Temple Mount. All these things. So you have all these groups getting in position. So crazy. You had Rabbi Exot Kaduri prophesy that Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins right before the coming of the Lord. That happened last year. Uh, many, many other things. You had the History Channel with Bishop Malachi in 1129 AD. Get the Pope's coat of arms correctly all the way up to the coming of the Lord. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only a God could do that. Even England said the same thing too. This is the first time I think he sat here and didn't bark the whole time. So you have all these things put together. It shows us Jesus is just about to come. I'm intrigued. You would think that people would be so excited and just freaking out. We're about to see the King. 
So all the signs aren't to scare us, they're to show us how close we are to the coming of the Lord. So after all the signs, you got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Uh, that's amazing. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? NASA calls it a tetrad. Four in a row. Well, well you had on Passover Tabernacles, four in a row, 1967, 1948, 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So uh, heavenly activity coinciding with certain things with Israel. Then to the Bethlehem Star, that's pretty remarkable. Bethlehem Star, when Jesus was born, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus all came together. Constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News, so we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus. Uh, Bethlehem star. First time in 2,000 years, constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Many more heavenly activity things happening with stars, and with, especially, especially in 2017. The woman clothed with the sun with a cluster of stars for a crown. Jupiter was in her belly. It came out nine months later, exactly. Just some very specific things uh, pointing to the coming of the Lord, the birth of a king. The king's coming back. Wow, or how, how amazingly blessed are we? Have a wonderful Easter this weekend. We celebrate Jesus uh, being raised from the dead, giving his life for us. This should be the most exciting week. Actually, it's Easter for us every day. We're so blessed that he died for us. Wow, we're about to see the king. Make preparation. Do the will of God on the earth. Make preparation. Get your relationship with Jesus white hot. Be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. He's coming so soon. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. We'll look at all the other things that are coming together that point to the return of the king. Have a good week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.